Welcome back, sister. I know you. You are so excited to create an online course. Your content's outlined, the workbook is already built, downloaded, and ready to go, and the next step is to create the slides. And you come to a sudden halt. What slides do I need? Where can I find some that won't cost an arm and a leg? Where do I even start? Well, my friend, if this is where you find yourself right now, you're in for a treat because I've got a very special guest on the show today, and she's going to blow you away with her training on course slides. Seriously. So if you're ready to build that successful online course and you want the 411 on the only six slides you need, plus tips on building them and where to find them for free, then keep on listening. Hey sister, welcome to Simplicity for Solopreneurs. Have you been searching for step-by-step instructions to create an online business and the time to make it happen? Do you wake up with big goals only to lose focus and get distracted again and again? So you worry that your dream business won't ever be successful? Hey, I'm Christy, a retired teacher who wanted to use my gifts and talents to serve others while making money in this second chapter of life. I felt confused and overwhelmed and wished there was a simple roadmap to plan out my business and set up and organize the back end. I wanted to create a schedule that allowed for the work-life balance and flexibility that I had always craved in my first career. But I kept telling myself I didn't have enough time to get all the things done or the focus to make it happen until I discovered the power of simplicity. In this podcast, you'll find the roadmap you've been searching for to plan and create your own online business, the productivity framework I use to stay focused and get more done, and the simple systems you need to streamline and organize your back office operations so you'll know exactly how to create the successful business of your dreams while having more time and freedom and flexibility in your life. So grab a coffee or sweet tea and let me help you simplify it, sister. Hey, I just wanted to take a minute and remind you that if you'd like to discuss today's episode or you just want to hang out and get more tips setting up your online business, come join the Simplicity for Solopreneurs free Facebook group at bit.ly slash sfs group. I'll leave the link in the show notes. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest trainer, Melissa Guller. Melissa is the founder of Wit and Wire, where she helps creators turn their skills and passions into profitable online businesses. Now, previously, Melissa was the director of marketing engagement at Teachable, as well as the senior launch manager for Ramit Sadie's eight-figure course launch team. So she's had lots of experience with successful course creation, marketing, and sales. And to date, she's taught thousands of students through her courses at General Assembly on Skillshare and through her own business, Wit and Wire. 
and she's on a mission to empower creators to earn money online doing work they love. Definitely a lady after my own heart. Today, Melissa's sharing with us the only six slides you need as a course creator because we both like to keep it simple. And she's also going to share some invaluable tips for creating those slides and where to find free templates. So let's welcome Melissa Guller to the show. Hey, solopreneurs, I'm Melissa, and I'm so excited to talk about how to create effective slides for your online course. I think there's a huge misconception that you have to be very design savvy or tech savvy to be a great course creator. And today I'm excited to share the only six slides that you'll need to create effective courses. And I'll share some free resources where you can find templates to get started and then offer a few tips on how you can customize those templates to suit your branding. I also want to share that these strategies will work in Google Slides, PowerPoint, Keynote, or Canva, really anywhere that you can create slides, these same principles will apply. Now, if you still aren't sure which tool to use, I always recommend going with the one that you are the most comfortable with. But I will say of the four, one unique distinction that Canva has is that it includes a graphics database. There are tons of photos, illustrations, and animations that you can use, but those are optional. Again, the theme of today is simplicity. So I would choose the tool that you're already comfortable with. Up first, I want to cover the six essential slides, because once you know what to look for, that'll help you look through the available templates out there to decide which one is right for you. So the first slide is a title slide. The most important piece of this is, of course, the title of the lesson. I usually keep a pretty simple design. So as an example, I have one image and I use it as the background for the slide. And I use the same image for every single lesson in one course. You could also use a solid colored background. You could put an image off to one side or the other. And when you do look at templates, you'll see a lot of great options. The other important note about the title slide is that I always leave out the course name. So I want you to include the lesson name and you could include your business name or logo, but there are two reasons why I don't usually include the course name. Number one is that some of my lessons end up in more than one course. So if I don't include the course name, it gives me a little bit more flexibility to reuse this in more than one place. But the other reason is that sometimes your course name may change over time. So if you include that name in all of your lessons, then it makes it a little bit harder to change the course name. So I just like to leave it out to make it a little bit more flexible. Slide number two is what I call a standard slide. So this slide has a title at the top and then bullet points or a numbered list below. This is a slide that probably makes up 80% of my Witten Wire courses. And what I'll recommend about this slide type is that you don't want to read right off the slide. Students will always read the words presented to them, and we can't read and listen at the same time. So in these bullet points, you just want to include enough information that you have the key point, but then you want to elaborate on it. If your students could just read all the info right on the slides, then there's no real reason for them to be listening to you. So I tend to use the speaker notes space in Google Slides. You can, again, use any of the tools, but I happen to use Google Slides for my own courses. So I use the speaker notes, and then when I'm presenting my videos, I look over there if I need additional notes. As a pro tip for your standard slides, I do like to use very simple animation to have bullet points come in one by one. So let's say you have six bullets on your slide. If they all come up at once, students are naturally gonna read through all six. 
And then it's harder for them to actually pay attention to what you're saying. So I like to have them come in one by one, just a simple fade in, nothing fancy. And that way I know students are focusing on the bullet point that I just put on the screen and they're not getting too far ahead of me. Slide number three is an emphasis slide. This includes something that you want to make sure that your students remember. So it's typically just one sentence, maybe two. So think of this as a key takeaway, a pro tip, a definition, or a mindset shift. What this looks like visually on my slide is the phrase key takeaway, and then one or two sentences below it. Sometimes I'll put a solid colored background behind the text, a light color so that it's still legible, but something that isn't white to differentiate it. Or you could do something like pro tip, and then maybe you put the sentence in a boxed rectangle. The whole point of this slide is to tell students that this is important. So it can either re-emphasize a key takeaway from the previous slide, or it can be the standalone sentence that is so important that you want them to get, and then you elaborate on it as you're speaking out loud. Slide number four is a visual. The previous two slides we talked about, which were the standard slide and the emphasis slide, they relied mostly on text. But in a case of a visual slide, Mostly it's just one image or one visual, and it could be a photo, it could be a screenshot, it should be something descriptive, and you may have a caption below it or maybe one brief sentence, but for the most part, the majority of your screen is gonna be taken up by an image. As an example, in a lot of my Wittenwire programs, I'm teaching people how to use technology, either to create a podcast, to create their online course, email marketing, there's a lot of tech that goes into it. And so outside of slides, I may actually open those tools to do a demo. But there are other times where I just take a screenshot of something within a tool, and then I'll put that on a slide and maybe even use a small arrow to point to a significant piece. If you are using Canva, this is maybe the slide where I think Canva shines the brightest because they have so many illustrations and graphics that you can find a lot of very powerful visuals that I think convey the message you're trying to get across louder than perhaps bullet points could. Slide number five is a key takeaways slide. When I'm recording my lessons, they're all between five to 15 minutes each, and they have one core concept. So if I'm teaching multiple concepts, I would break those out into individual videos. But then this slide, the whole purpose is to recap the most important things I shared, whether it was a key definition or the most important lesson. And by putting this near the end, you're leaving your students with a quick reminder of those most important pieces. Then the sixth and final slide type is action items. You may not have action items for every lesson, but a major piece of creating an effective course is not just having students watch videos, but having them take action to move towards their desired outcomes. So I like to wrap my lessons by sharing action items. So that could be to complete a workbook exercise, a journal prompt, or to actually go out and do the thing that your course is about. It could be about going to the grocery store to buy necessary ingredients. It could be doing a certain workout. It could be putting themselves out there. It could be trying a new business strategy. You wanna encourage people to take action. And so that is the way I tend to end most of my videos. Now, of course, there are other types of slides you could use, but what I have found is that when you go out there and you look at all the many beautiful templates out there in the marketplace, there are 40 to 50 slides in all of them because they're trying to appeal to everyone. But now that you know the six core slides, which are a title slide, a standard slide, which has just a title and bullets, 
an emphasis slide, which has kind of like one power sentence in the middle. You have your visual slide, which may not be in a template at all because you can just use a blank slide and include imagery. And then you have your key takeaways and action items, which could just be a version of the standard slide that you've customized to say key takeaways or action items in the title. Now that you know what to look for, you can go out and search for a template to use as a starting point. So first let's talk about where you can find templates and then I'll talk about how to actually customize and then use that template. Here are a few places I love to look. And if you want to find all of my favorite online course creation tools in one place, I do have a free download called the online course toolkit, which you can find at witandwire.com slash course toolkit. Now the first resource is called slides carnival. They offer free Google slides and PowerPoint templates, and each template includes a starting set of slides for you to customize to suit your brand fonts and colors. I personally use a free template from Slides Carnival. I picked one that has a pretty minimal theme, but they have a very wide range of designs and styles. Another free resource that I would put an asterisk next to is Canva. Canva has a free version, although Canva Pro has significantly more templates, but you can find a lot of presentation templates in Canva just by going into the tool and creating a new presentation. If you're looking for a paid template and you want to spend just a little bit of money to find something that suits your brand a little more specifically, I like Pixie Stock, which is actually a stock photo library that comes with tons of templates, not just for online course slides, but for PDFs, for social media posts. They just have absolutely tons of Canva templates. And I also like Creative Market, where you can find just about any design that you could need for your business. Also remember that things like fonts, colors and photos can be changed. So what you're really looking for is the, like the bare bones of what this slide template actually could do for me. And then once you choose one, you can change the colors, you can change the fonts. So that's what I do. And the last tip I want to leave you with is how to use your template. So step one is of course, pick the template. Then step two is to create your own branded version. From there, what I do is I duplicate that file for each section of the course. So to get very specific, I have a section of my podcast launch program called recording. Within that section, I have multiple individual lessons, but I keep all of those slides housed in one Google Slides document because I find it easier to work that way because as I'm creating curriculum, I may move slides around, not just between one individual lesson, but sometimes within a section, I'm trying to figure out the right flow. So that's why I like to have one file per section. And then within that file, I have multiple sets of lessons. If that's not your style, I think it can also work really well to have one file per lesson. I would just recommend overall having some sense of organized structure, either a folder in Google Drive or a folder in Canva on your computer, wherever you're working so that everything stays in one place. And again, the key is to have one template file that you have customized to suit your brand. And then you duplicate that one every single time. To recap, the six essential slides are your title slide, your standard slide with a title and bullet points your emphasis slide with something you want to make sure your students remember, a visual slide that is effectively a screenshot, a photo, or a primary graphic that you can use to tell a story or share an example, your key takeaways slide to recap the most important items, and the action item that you want to leave students with in order for them to take their next steps. 
Lastly, remember that when you're taking a look at all the beautiful templates out there, the colors, fonts, and photos can change. So try to evaluate those templates based on those fundamental six slides. Overall, I just want you to know that fancy design is not what sells courses and it's not what gets students outcomes. It is your knowledge, it is your expertise, and it is the way that you teach and share that knowledge with others. The slides are just a means to share that knowledge. So keep it simple, focus on the knowledge, and your students will thank you for it. If you want to learn more about all of my favorite online course tools, including platforms, cameras, microphones, slide templates, all that good stuff, you can download my free online course toolkit at witandwire.com slash course toolkit. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, Melissa, for being with us today on the show. I took notes like crazy. Now, if you'd like to connect with Melissa, just head over to her podcast, Wit and Wire, or her website at witandwire.com. And also, you can download her free guide, Complete Online Course Toolkit, which includes the exact equipment and tools that she recommends to create slides, record videos, and build your course at any budget. Download for free at witandwire.com slash course toolkit. I'll leave all these links plus others in the show notes. And also, don't forget to join my free Facebook group so we can connect and continue the conversation about simplifying course creation. Just go to bit.ly slash sfs-group. And as always, go out there and be fearlessly authentic and remember to simplify it, sister. Before you go, friend, if you'd like to discuss today's episode or if you just want to hang out and get more tips for your solopreneur business, then come join me in the Simplicity for Solopreneurs free Facebook group at bit.ly slash sfs-group. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Blessings, Christy.